0: Now, KMOX at your service. Welcome to the Helitech Foundation Repair Home Improvement Show. Now, here's your host, Scott Mosby on KMOX.
1: All right, welcome back. Hour 2 Home Improvement Stuff the Truck right here in Kirkwood at Mosby Building Arts. One more hour, lots of things happening on KMOX today, an afternoon of experts events and fun always on KMOX. Thank you for being part of the KMOX family. As part of the KMOX family, thank you for contributing to the Mosby Building Arts Stuff the Truck event. I am live right here in Kirkwood. Stop by Say Hello, See Santa. So much to talk about. We'll get into that a little bit here with a guest i have with me now uh phone lines are wide open for you so if you've got a topic around your home your house neighbor son daughter you have somebody that just bought a home or contemplating buying a new home my mission is really to get people to enjoy and and really uh Take control of home ownership. That's really the deal. Uh, it, it's been just a, a real pleasure for me with my family and my life uh, to have a home. And really a part of the mission here at Mosby Building Arts is lasting value, building items and events that go on beyond us and outlive us. One of the things I love about what I do here at Mosby is uh, after I'm gone, what I do here with my career will outlive me. You know, it's kind of neat. And that was kind of one of the things my father passed on to me was just the love for making a change in the world and having it outlast our lives. Uh, I thought that was pretty cool. Um, so we are live and lively here. Phone lines open for your questions. 314-436-7900, 436-7900. Toll-free anywhere on the globe, 800-925-1120, 925-1120. I had to uh, Brandy Bimslogger here with us from uh, Friends with Kids with Cancer uh, really explain uh, explaining why gathering these toys really matter to our community and how you know, children and families uh, grapple with these issues throughout the year. Uh, but this is our opportunity to kind of answer the call, answer the bell, and help Brandy and, and her crew uh, help these families. So it's kind of fun. Uh, with me now I have Todd Bachman of Mosby Building Arts. Todd, old friend, uh, cohort, uh, fellow co-worker uh, all-around great guy uh yeah man uh, good morning and and welcome
2: good morning to you scott thank you so much for having me
1: uh, it isn't morning we are lunchtime aren't we here i think we are oh my apologies here anyway scott mosby typical gaff we call that scotting it up around this building
2: <laughs> todd what's cooking today Oh, man, we have a great event here at Mosby Building Arts. This is an annual event that we put on every year uh, in December called Stuff the Truck. We are gathering toys and non-perishable food items uh, for uh, the St. Louis Area Food Bank and also for kids with cancer.
1: Wow. Uh, And what are the hours? What's
2: cooking? So it goes to 2 o'clock, and uh, you can come by any time between now and 2 o'clock to drop off a food item or a toy. Uh, And really uh, a huge Uh, attraction with this event is the big man himself Santa Claus is here so you can get your picture taken with Santa get your kids uh, picture taken with Santa uh, and also enter in a fantastic raffle uh, that we have going on you can win Cardinals tickets and Billiken's tickets and uh, other sort of great prizes also we have some excellent food trucks here the Sweet Divine and also Blue's Fired Pizza so Please come on by, drop off a food item or a toy item, and just hang out with us for a little bit. I'll
1: tell you what, I went, I went by Santa there, and it was smelling pretty good. There was something going on up front with those food trucks, so it was uh, painful to, to leave the food trucks.
2: It's very enticing because Sweet Divine and Blues Fired Pizza are just some phenomenal uh, food trucks with some great uh, food items that you really can't go wrong with whatever you get.
1: Yeah, and we're inside here, so I mean, don't fear, fear not the weather. We've got uh, food trucks are outside. Santa's inside, got plenty of room for kids and warmth and all that. Stop on by. Uh, address and location, uh, um, Todd.
2: Yeah, so like I said, we're at the Mosby Building Arts Office here at six forty-five Leffingwell Avenue, and that is in Kirkwood, Missouri. Uh, so, like I said, we're coming. Uh, we're going to be here until two o'clock. So come on by. Uh, Santa will be here till one thirty. So if you are thinking of coming with your kids, uh, you have a little bit uh, until he has to uh, get in his sleigh and head on to the next destination.
1: Oh my my! Now your world around here, you're kind of uh, into all kinds. A lot of videos that come out of here have your fingerprints all over it.
2: Yeah. So, uh, I do a lot of uh, video marketing for mostly building arts. If you go to our YouTube page, a lot of those videos were produced by myself and, uh, some other people that helped me out. Um, you know, I'm in other marketing things, blogs and, uh, email marketing. So I got my hands in a little bit of everything here. I also, uh, uh, talk to our clients on the phone as well, just making sure that their projects are going well. If you are thinking of having a project done with the Mosby, there's a good chance uh, you'll uh, talk to me on the other line, and I'll try to help you out as much as possible. And, and we here at Mosby like to eat, so we need employment, and that's the whole idea. Todd keeps us busy. <laughs> Absolutely. That is the main goal.
1: Yeah, Uh, 314-436-7900, 800-925 for KMOX uh, callers. Uh, Todd, what's the website phone number here for Mosby?
2: Yeah, so you can go online to callmosby.com or you can give us a call three one four nine zero nine eighteen hundred. 314-909-1800. Todd Bachman, Mosby
1: Building Arts. Todd, will you stick around and tell us more? We'll get back off the phones here.
2: Yeah, absolutely. All
1: right, let's fire up the phones, see what's cooking, and see uh, how about uh, Steve. Uh, Steve, good morning. Welcome to Cam Wax. How can I help? I've got two Steves, so both of you just figure this out.
3: <laughs> Who,
4: okay. Who's there now? Me? I think okay,
1: yes, Steve. The Whoever's the is it me.
4: <laughs> okay. You're it. Great, great deal, Scott. Thank you very much for your service.
3: Um, oh, thank you.
0: Here's the dealio. I've got a... A, a little slab house and all of a sudden i'm getting
4: nauseous gaseous odors coming up just in the house and i don't know where it's coming from or how to correct it
1: well uh number one i have good news and and probably better news uh it's <laughs> unlikely that it is underneath the slab uh, uh how old is your house steve no it's built in the 50. 50 70 years yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, most of those uh, most of the cast iron that um, rusts, rusts because of the presence of oxygen and water and that usually means above ground uh, what i want you to do is go to the grocery store buy peppermint extract In the uh, food uh, prep, the baking aisle, dollar, two dollar doesn't matter. All you need is that pungent peppermint smell, and go to the room nearest uh, the smell. uh, Usually a laundry room or a bathroom, something like that. Dump it in the toilet, flush the toilet, drop the lid, and then just wait. Uh, Because if if you smell that peppermint it'll it'll override the sewer gas smell and most likely it'll give you a hint as to where that stack in the wall has rusted through uh, and that's why you probably aren't noticing any water problems or whatever it's most commonly uh above ground in the wall and and boy howdy does it stink so uh put that uh, sewer uh, peppermint in it that i learned that right here on cam Wax from a plumber calling in uh, i was telling him smoke bombs and all sorts of things which were not nearly as simple and he said i'll oh, just dump some peppermint extract down the toilet you'll find it Sure enough, there you go. But I don't think you're going to be under the slab. I think this is all going to be in the wall. You'll wind up opening up the drywall, getting a plumber. Uh, But you need to kind of figure out where it is uh, to try and isolate it and tell the plumber where you're smelling it. Plumber basically can look behind the walls. They know how they would plumb that house, so they've got a pretty good idea where the pipes are run.
4: Well, I I know where all the pipes are run. Oh,
1: well, there you go.
4: That's what it is? It's a cracked stack?
1: Oh yeah, right, right. You're in prime time. Uh, some of the lighter wall cast iron starts rusting through 55 years. The real heavy wall stuff can make it as much as 85. That's usually around the older parts of town, you, University City, Clayton, the near circle areas. That's got that has the heavier wall. And then we got into the the housing boom and thinner wall cast iron took over just by shortage of raw materials right after World War II. So. You know 50 70 years old something like that that's that's probably and very common we see this all the time and and honestly when you get in you start tearing the wall apart and getting into the cast iron you know then and that's when mosby comes into play because you know you're you're flirting with a bathroom remodel or a laundry room remodel because you know the pipes need some attention and you know, all you do is put a bunch of money behind the walls and don't get any fun for it. So we wind up doing the bathroom remodel because at least you get to see that part of it.
4: Well, it does does it matter that I have one toilet downstairs and one upstairs? Uh other not than likely. Running the arms uh, to
1: yeah, you, I mean, it could be downstairs because it's above grade and you get, you know, that whole stack is full of air and the oxygen is what makes the water rusted out and oxidized. So it could be downstairs as well. But usually it's pretty direct. It's usually about chest height in the room, above the floor. Um, the problem being, though, then you wind up with the stack, you know, it's like, well, it's all the same. Age and the plumber is not going to say, he'll say, I'll fix it for you. But chances be prepared to do two stories of fix because they basically start above the slab in the basement and go all the way up, you know, two stories or up the slab and go up two stories because where there's smoke, there's other fire, which means you've got rust in a lot of places.
3: So we may as well replace the whole set.
1: Right, that's what's coming your way. All you're trying to figure out is where the brake really is. Um, and you, in one of our earlier callers, we had a, a camera. You can get a, a fiber optic camera to go in that pipe, but at the age of your house, I would uh, be prepared for, you know, just replacing your stacks or your, your cast iron plumbing. Your arms usually stay in pretty good shape, but your verticals, you know, really are, are what needs the attention. You're heading toward all new stacks
3: wonderful i thought
4: you said it was good news
1: (laughs) well it's good news that i know what it is and it's not below your floor you want some real pain brother we'll add a few more zeros on the back of that digit and we'll tear up your floor and that hurts
4: (laughs) Uh, i I know it i know it
1: yeah i've been thrown out of some of the finest houses with all this bad news
4: (laughs) well what are you gonna do all Uh, right all
1: right Well, Well, well good luck my friend thank you very much All right, Steve. Take care. Bye now. Home improvements. Scott Mosby Camway. Stuff the truck. Mosby Building Arts 645 Leffingwell, right next to the puzzle warehouse near the Big Bend exit on Highway 44 Phone lines 314 436 7900 800 925 1120 We will be right back. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, I'm not really the Santa, but I am wearing red. Yeah, tis the season. Phone lines, we've got some great calls. Sorry, Todd, do you mind if I go some, get some of these phone callers going? I'm just, uh, let's talk to the second Steve. We had two Steves on there for a while. Steve, good afternoon. Welcome to CamWex. How can I help you, my
0: friend?
3: Thanks, Scott. Thanks for taking my call. Yeah. Hey, um, okay.
0: I've got a uh, problem with my basement. Uh, it's, uh, I had an engineer come out and check, and it's like 99% humidity in the concrete basement floor. <laughs> Uh, so I'm looking for some kind of sealant to cover that so we can put down some vinyl or carpet or something in the basement.
1: Uh, are you open to ceramic tile on the floor?
3: Uh, yeah. As a last choice.
1: Well, I'm I'm lobbying for it to be your first choice because if you've got that kind of humidity and moisture possibly uh liquid, you know, water below that slab. And your house does not have a vapor barrier or a 6 mil plastic or what we call polyethylene sheet, which you wouldn't have. If you have a huge humidifier of a concrete floor, I really advise uh, trying to stop the migration of moisture in this part of the country is really nearly impossible. Uh, even the foundation guys like Helatech, they do their best to let it come in, figure out where it's going, capture it and get rid of it. So it's a whole kind of go with mother nature kind of value system and process. Um, stopping moisture in order to put an adhesive over it to uh, keep it from boiling your floor surface off. Man, I, I know vinyl is less costly However, if you use a thin set mortar and a ceramic tile that is really just an extension of your concrete floor, that moisture will continue to come through. You still have the responsibility of dehumidifying, which is running your air conditioning or a dehumidifier with fans or both to try and manage that humidity, Uh, but I, I just have the biggest debacles in construction history are believing we can stop moisture from moving in the midwest that you Mm-mm. you want to get on the internet and find some nasty stories that's the basis of the values behind that is i can fool mother nature and we just can't you just can't stop that moisture it's coming so i would i would advise either Uh, don't put anything on there and just let it come, you still have to dehumidify, you still have to blow the air around, move it past that dehumidifier or that air conditioning, cold A-coil, you you need to get the moisture out of the air, but I don't think you can stop it from coming through your wall, I've seen, you know, uh, two-part urethane, it just boils that stuff off in eight years instead of two, Um, latex adhesive doesn't do it, the only thing that survives is basically cement, a uh, bedding compound in in a ser- fired ceramic tile that really just lets the moisture come through.
3: Right. Uh, my flooring man said that there's some kind of sealant. They put two coats on. It could they can guarantee it to 98% humidity, relative humidity. Uh, would that be enough?
1: Oh, it would if it would last. But, you know, how long is that and and what happens if it doesn't work or you're just, you know, tearing stuff up and doing it all over again. So whether they warranty it or not, uh, and frankly, uh, warranty is a business decision of how to sell product and limit risk. Uh, That doesn't mean it's foolproof. So, you know, beware. This is kind of where we get painted at Mosby as, well, you're overkill. You're going too far. You cost. It's like, wait a minute. Do or do not. Yoda said it in uh, Star Wars, there is no try. Do or do not, there is no try.
4: <laughs>
0: <And> <laughs>
4: Sorry, that, huh?
1: simple well, logic. What there,
4: if but. I put carpet? Would you recommend carpet? I understand that that can breathe.
1: Yeah, olefin, nylon, any kind of an artificial fiber. Uh, it will hold the moisture a little bit, so you can get a little bit of odor, but you still it, it slows down the migration of the moisture. Uh, but that is a possibility. If you have humidity that high, though, uh, i i would I would worry about that, um, and then you 've got to sell this house so any kind of money you put into it if if it doesn't work, whether warranted or not, you know somebody 's ponying, ponying up and doing this again and paying for it a second time. If you think it's expensive the first time, try paying for it twice. You know that's kind of so. Just beware. I really caution you here, Steve. I I, I know I am an optimist. Um, most of my failures have come by being overly optimistic, not seeing you know the gun pointing at my head and say, "No, well it's, it's just a you know it's just a pretty pipe." <laughs> so beware.
3: I'm kind of that way too. That's my personality. So. But, uh, all well, right. well, that's I a good thing, that.
1: but you really do need to, to be careful where your money goes. Optimism, optimism and money is, uh, you know, why our stock market goes way up and way down and way up. And it doesn't always be logic, so keep in mind.
3: Okay. okay, well, Merry Christmas, Scott, and thanks again.
1: Thank you, Steve. You too. God bless you. And, and sorry, it just uh, sometimes I take a pretty hard uh, stance on some of these calls, and, and it, it really is a value system. I just have been part of um You know, when we're overly optimistic here as designers and problem solvers, we wind up having to go back in and pay for it a second time on our dime because of our warranty, our reputation, and who we are. So we've learned that, see reality, we drink a lot of coffee around this place debating what the right thing is to do. Sometimes it's an easy decision when you get this much experience around. But when we get really challenged, and this would be one, we would have this debate you're hearing on the air, three, four people around, you know, we call it a family business. we have some family squabbles over issues just like this it's like no you can't get away with it yeah you know you can use olefin and nylon carpet yeah but you know not with 99% relative humidity something's big what's the source can you stop the source are there other issues going on and you know that's why we love this business we're a little uh, as my brother-in-law says we're a little off we just love talking about this stuff uh, anyway, let's see what's cooking. See, uh, how about our friend Bill? Hey, Bill, Scott Mosby here. How can we help you this afternoon on KMOX? William, are you there? No, Bill? Oh, we lost Bill. How about David? Hey, Dave, good afternoon. How can I help?
4: Yeah, I have a, uh, a house built in 1980, and it has a vaulted ceiling. Uh, we are the second owners we bought at the house. was about five years old. And the way the roof is manufactured, it has a ridge pole, which is an exposed beam, a big cedar. It's like 16-inch deep by 6 or 8-inch wide, and then uh, stick-built-style home construction with 2 by 6s And so the roof in this room is plywood, then insulation, and then drywall right to the bottom of it. And the drywall screws are staying in. They're not popping out. But the drywall in between the rafters has sagged and is very swayback. So running down the roof line on the inside, the, uh, it, you know, it looks like a tarp in between each, each rafter. Okay, so I've, mm-hmm. I've had one quote to have somebody come out and, and tear down the drywall and replace it. But before I have somebody do that, what kind of thermal barrier should there be? I mean, it it appears to me that the drywall has has taken moisture, thus the reason it's sagged. It's not pulling the screws out. Wherever the screws and nails are, it's held in secure, but it's Mm -hmm. drooping. You you get my my point?
1: I painfully am aware of exactly what you're describing. (laughs) <laughs> in intimately
4: so, there is no your air problem
1: display. is air you have an air your air infiltration is getting in you do those screws are holding on for now um mm-hmm. but you have no um air stop or or uh, vapor stop so you have right. got plywood plywood is not airtight so humidity and air is getting through there in the summer so your insulation is wet it can't vent it can't dry out because every all the air outside is ninety percent relative humidity or plus in the summer um, your problem is not best solved from the inside it is uh... well it, it can be but you've got to stop the air you have an airtight barrier between the roof sheathing and the house. That's what was not understood in nineteen eighty. I could have built okay. this thing.
4: I'm I'm on my third roof on this house and of course they tore the you know the old shingles off and wherever bad mm-hmm. plywood was done and they put down new tar paper. Is tar paper not a vapor barrier?
1: No. No, it is not. Because it, it's lap tar paper is, by nature, an uh, it's, it's an old version of Tyvek, and it was the laps at the tar paper where the moisture would escape, whether in your roof or on the walls when we used to use it for a vapor barrier retarder on the mm-hmm. outside of homes. So it is designed to let the moisture out in between every three-foot lap of that 15-pound uh, felt. So n- yes, kind of, and no, it's not. Uh, because when you have... You have air that's stagnant up in the apex of that roof from the Uh inside, so it just sits still. All of your heating and cooling system is designed to move the air down where the return airs and the supplies are, which is around 8 feet. You have nothing Uh to move the air up top. That air needs to be moved moved past and, and dried by the air conditioning. But the issue is you have a holy roof, and that moisture source of that sagging wet drywall is from the outside in because it 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 just keeps replenishing them. I've, I've i've danced with this so, a dozen two, two dozen times and one just about
4: a year ago so just replacing the drywall i'll just have the same problem back again
1: right you're you're fixing the symptom and not the
4: problem okay i have a four-year-old roof. So it doesn't make a lot of sense to me to tear off the roof. And, oh, by the way, I have solar panels on top of all that to to boot. So tearing off the roof does not seem like a good approach. So then I guess the question is something breathable that's not going to sag. So would I be better off to tear the drywall off and put up, say, like a notched knotty pine or some other kind of, wood that will let the moisture pass through and not not sag like this?
1: No, because the moisture will not move readily without a change in pressure. Uh, you have an unvented attic there. That's All correct. of that insulation well, I, inside is unvented.
4: I, I do actually it, the, have a ridge vent, but there's no airflow because it's insulation packed between the plywood and the drywall. So right, you know, there's not right. much motion of air. Yeah,
1: in fact, in it's, that part of the roof, I would not put a ridge vent on it because it'll be a source source of moisture as opposed to an escape um, aperture nice. of moisture. Res- <laughs> you see what I mean? You, yep, you have yep. this perfect storm going on, and, and 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 this is we get this is what we get involved in, and and okay. It, so is this something why you? We are,
4: all right, is this something you? Yeah, all but you're not going uh, li- to anything
1: we say. You're not going to like anything we say.
4: You're, okay. Like, well i'm I've got open minds, so if you uh want to have somebody call me and we'll talk over finances and what it's going to take to fix this, I'd appreciate it
1: yeah it's a, would you mind calling us uh uh at that three one four nine oh nine eighteen hundred and we'll be happy to send up basically a building scientist somebody who's devious enough to love this stuff so
4: nine o nine eighteen hundred okay
1: yeah three one four nine oh nine eighteen hundred and uh we enjoy it but it it is a painful fix because it's it's um, conventional construction methods have caused a lot of these ills in our industry. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And, you know, you start putting artificial heating, artificial cooling, 100 percent relative humidity, no moving air, HVA systems eight feet and below. And, a high, and you've got the perfect storm, you know. And, you know, the, I'm sure there are some listeners out there that are our clients nodding their heads like, oh, man, he's in for a ride.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> but anyway. All
4: right. Is, I appreciate is, the call. Uh, somebody there today or should I wait till Monday?
1: Uh Monday is best. Uh, we're we're okay. doing toys. We've got a ton of people here today, but we're all schlepping toys and uh, you know okay. shaking Santa's hand and asking for new bikes. All right. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Take care. Thanks, all right. Dave. Bye. Okay. Scott Mosby, Home Improvement. Cam Wex. There you go. You want to know what my life is like? That's it. It's um, it, trying to see reality when optimism has failed a few times and. Uh, I am inherently an optimist. I will go to my grave as an optimist, but sometimes, uh, let's put it this way, I'm a recovering optimist. Uh, How's that? Uh, 314-436-7900 here at KMOX, 436-7900, 800-925-1120. We're going to take a pause and come back for more right after this on University of KMOX. Alright, time out for a moment just to beg for toys here at uh, KMOXville and stuff the truck. Uh, this is Scott Mosby. We are at Mosby Building Arts live remote broadcast right here in Kirkwood 645 Leffingwell Avenue. Stop by. I'm I'm begging for toys. These kids need our help. This is the time and the season. With me now is Todd Bachman of Mosby Building Arts to tell us a little bit more. Todd, you and I were chatting off the air about uh, what it's like to deliver these toys you get the luxury of you know going to deliver that's kind of cool what what happens
2: yeah I mean we get to drop them off at friends of kids with cancer uh, so we go to the facility and uh, we get to play Santa ourselves so we will um, you know just load up our truck and drive over there and then uh, dump them off to their place and we kind of get to see you know where the uh, the toys are gonna go uh, the, the crazy part about it is you know you think you know my toys aren't gonna matter I have so many toys um, you know, what's a few more toys going to do? By July, of kids with cancer are sucked dry of toys. They, they need more. Uh, so every little bit counts because they do run out. Uh, and it's such a wonderful organization. I mean, talk about a horrible, um, tremendously tough time uh, for these kids. It's kind of inconceivable what they're going through. Uh, and things like toys make their day a whole lot brighter, and that is the main thing.
1: Yeah, we can't help with the cancer, but we can sure help with the smiles.
2: Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Well, again, what are the hours, times, locations, all that? Uh, How can you help people find our our place here? Absolutely. Like I said, we're on Kirkwood, 645 Leffingwell Avenue in Kirkwood. Uh, This will be going until 2 o'clock. But you know what? If you can't make it in today, uh, please just come by our office. Uh, drop off some toys, and we'll make sure uh, it gets to friends with kids with cancer. Uh, but like I said, you have until 2 o'clock today. Santa will be here until one thirty. so if you are planning to come by with your kids, uh, please do so by 1.30 uh, because, like I said, he's got to hop on the sleigh and, and get to another <laughs> destination. So <laughs> come on by. Uh, it's just a wonderful event. We have food trucks, the Sweet Divine Blues Fired Pizza is here. We have wonderful raffle prizes, Cardinals tickets, Billkins tickets, A ring uh, Wi-Fi enabled doorbell. Ooh that's kind of fun and then also a uh, $100 gift certificate uh, to a massage place so come on by it's a lot of fun wow well Todd thanks for all you do on this and uh,
1: carrying the ball on the Friends with Kids with Cancer and the uh, St. Louis area food bank so uh, packaged food canned food and toys when we ask for it unwrapped that means just no Christmas wrapping because uh, you know the Friends of Kids with Cancer staff has to look and match it to age of children and all that sort of thing which is why you know gift cards are a nice deal as well.
2: Certainly. And the food bank, uh, will also accept things, uh, like hygiene uh, products as well. So, uh, anything like that, they will gladly accept. Yeah. I had a
1: guest on last weekend who was burnt out of, uh, California by the fires and it was interesting. His biggest observation and take this guy was a pretty hefty, you know, make it happen sort of guy. He said, you know, being homeless was a full-time job. So, you Mm -hmm. know, all the things it takes that you and I take for granted, go to the store, grab a few and it takes care of us. Uh, you know not easy to get so thank yeah. uh, good point todd yeah, bachman be building ours brother thanks for uh, helping thanks scott so much all right uh let's see what let's see what the phones have and let's talk with gary about insulation gary what's cooking here on kmox
3: well i've got more questions now than what i thought i did to begin with okay <laughs> what my original uh question was i've got my house was built in 91 Okay, I've got mm-hmm. the blown in insulation and so it's probably uh maybe six inches deep, two inches over the you know, two 4s And okay. so I jumped maybe before I thought and because I could get some roll in some roll insulation cheap. Mm-hmm. So I bought some. And is it okay to go ahead and put that over the top of that blown-in insulation? It's on foils. It doesn't have a foil on it.
1: Perfect, perfect. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Now, here, here's the ticket. Um, are you experiencing any problems with the drywall condensation or kind of nail-pop-looking indentations of nails or screws on the ceiling, Gary?
3: No, no, huh?
1: Okay, okay. Well, I think you're probably in good shape. So you've got a good, uh, a well-ventilated attic space that you're up in there to where ridge vent or soffit vents or pan or all, you've got a way for that air?
3: I've got ridge vents and I've got soffit vents. Of course, on my particular house, on the front, I've got probably two inches, uh, two inches, a foot and a half or two feet overhang, so you know, I've got vents nice. going there, but on the Very back nice. of the house, the uh, bedroom is, you know, you've got two foot overhang over out from the basement, so you don't have any, you know, place for ridge yeah. vents there, which okay. I don't know if that's a big problem or not.
1: No, I think you're in pretty good stead here frankly you've got an attic it's well ventilated, so your moisture is getting out um, the The best thing to do would be to vacuum out the existing blown in insulation and then spray maybe spray foam or some sort of a a vapor block on it but it sounds like that you're not really having any problems so that that's the best thing to do and then put insulation over the top of it but if you just go on the plan you're on I think you're going to be in pretty good shape as well six inch you've got unfaced insulation that works that'll let the moisture pass right on through Uh, your attic is removing it once it passes through I think you're on a pretty good track Gary the only thing you could do to improve would be to vapor block right at the ceiling line, which means removing that insulation and then reinstalling it or putting new stuff over it. But that gets pretty pricey.
3: Right. Okay. I had another question. Should I take uh, that insulation instead of you know laying the other on top of it? Should I rake it off, level with the two by fours, put the R twenty five insulation down, and then that in between the cracks where that meets up you know
1: um kind of don't worry about that with that kind of time gary i would rather you go around all of your ceiling light boxes your electrical boxes and caulk around that or spray foam around that. Be careful, spray foam uh, traps heat as well, but block that because most of the air blocks are around the plumbing pipe stacks, soffits and electrical sealing um, fixtures. So that, I would rather you focus on that leaking air and then just don't worry about raking the insulation, just cross your bats across your uh, uh, ceiling joists. Uh, instead of parallel and try and get yeah. them as close together as you can
3: yeah okay but i guess uh now this brings on another question
1: well I, i'm running uh, out of time here so okay. make it well, quick please
3: okay all right okay i gooped up my knees so i'm not going to be able to put this in right now can i store my insulation could i buy a storage place and put it stored in there or should I put it down in the basement or could I put it out on my deck and just cover it up? I mean it's covered deck but could I just put a tarp over it too to keep it from getting wet or should it be stored inside?
1: Uh, I would just rake it from one side of the attic to the other. We seldom remove insulation on that to get to what we need to do. It just rakes back and then reek it back out flat and as long as you're going to cover it with the R25 or R30 Okay. Uh, unfaced bat you're in good shape but don't pull, pulling it out of the attic is a big deal and moving it from side to side really isn't now make sure you watch your respiratory coverage and safety with a respirator and you know or mask on your on your over your face
3: okay that wasn't my question my question is i gooped up my knees so it'll be six months before i can put this insulation in now so should i store it out there and just Put it up there in the attic and leave it up there. Oh yeah. I'm sorry. Yes, sir. Deck, and just cover it up Uh, with tarp. Even though my deck's covered or not.
1: I'd rather see it up in your attic than outside where the rain and humidity gets to it. Frankly.
3: Just roll it up there and put it in there. And when I get someone else, okay, all right. Yep. I sure appreciate it. And okay, Gary. Good luck, my friend. All
1: All right. Home Improvement, Scott Mosby, X, back for more after this. Alright, Scott Mosby, Home Improvement Stuff the truck right here 645 Leffingwell, Mosby Building Arts till 2 o'clock today uh, If you want to bring uh, gifts uh, for the kids, toys or uh, canned food throughout the week, you can drop it by here at Mosby, we will make sure it gets where it gets where it needs to go, we're at 645 Leffingwell in Kirkwood right near the Big Bend and Highway 44 exit uh, as well, thank you to Helitech for sponsoring the show, it, it It matters what they do, gets us on the air and gets them going. Uh, We've had some good questions, really good building science stuff. Let's see if we can sneak one more in here and let's uh, talk to Sandra. Hey, Sandra, Scott Mosby here. Good afternoon, and how can I help? Hello. Oh, okay, lost son. Let's go to Gene then. Hey, Gene, how you doing? Scott Mosby here. Good Good afternoon. How can I help?
0: Hey, Merry Christmas, I'll try to make this fast. I've got a house that was built in 1987 with vinyl siding that's got the siding that's four inches to the weather. I am trying okay. to find remodel light blocks to put, uh, change the exterior lighting on the home, and I'm a do-it-yourselfer, so I'd like to be able to acquire them myself. All the sources that mm. I've found in the big box stores, etc., seem like they are two-part uh, devices, primarily meant for new construction. I've seen things online that are uh, the block itself is surface mounted and then goes to a J box that you would put in the wall mm-hmm. and then just put a proper kind of caulking around. I have not been able to find those. Do you have a source for something like that
1: Oh, you need to go to the Wholesale Supply Houses, Wholesale Siding, advertises here on KMOX. Um okay. if they'll sell to the public. But Wholesale Siding is right across the road from us here, Big Bend Highway 44, uh, Cardinal Building. So these are all Wholesale Supply Houses. But I will say, Gene, sometimes here at Mosby, you just can't get 10 pounds into that 5-pound box. We've been known to cut our own 2-by-blocks out of lumber, cut the hole for the uh, light box, Cover it with a brake metal, B-R-A-K-E, bent up a pre-finished aluminum, cover that, and then J-Bar ourselves. So sometimes the light sizes aren't, they don't fit those prefabricated units. So don't be above just making your own box.
0: Okay, real good. But uh, the company that you just mentioned would have that type of device. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, there's still the okay. two sides. You're, you may not find different sizes, but uh, just be aware, sometimes the the mass market items don't match your need.
0: Right. And it's Wholesale Siding is the name of the company?
1: Yep, he's the guy. Are you kidding me? That's that's our neighbor ah, All right.
0: Very good. Thanks. Merry Christmas.
1: Merry Christmas to you, my friend. Take care. Bye now. Thank you, folks. Uh, we're going to sign off here in just a moment. Mosby Building Arts, Stuff the Truck. Um, be here, uh, 645 Leffingwell. God bless you all. See you next week on Cam Wax.